0: Remember the pathetic myth of weapons of mass destruction? That's just one example how the psychopath politicians and media deliberately lie to us. Remember our history books years ago in school? That has turned out to be all lies too. It seems everything we believe in is nothing but a pile of smelly laundry lies. I'm at the point now where I can't believe anything. In fact, now I'm more inclined to take the direct opposite, past, present, and future of whatever was said. For instance, we know how Germany and Hitler were 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 betrayed, along with the Holocaust. How do we know most of that wasn't made up, full of lies? Same thing I'm sorry to say about the current Israel attacks. How do we know that's not made up or deliberately initiated to create some type of scenario that runs according to the One World Order agenda, as it has been so many times before? Like the voice guy said on one of his promos imitating an Indian. Oh, I'm so confused. But I must say... If you blindly believe certain Christian preachers and politicians who say 20 times a day, got to support Israel, got to support Israel, then you're nothing but a fool. Are, Are you going to support the slaughter of thousands of innocent civilians? We shouldn't do that on either side. So why does God allow evil in the world anyway? You ever ask? You ever ask yourself that question? Well, here's one explanation. God could have created a mass of people where everybody worships, praises, and glorifies Him without any disobedience from the very beginning, and nobody's sinning anywhere. But you know what? God don't want obedient robots programmed to follow Him. He wants people to come to Him as their god out of a free choice our gift of freedom is what we need to use so in order to do that god needs to show us what life is like without him perhaps some would prefer it that way but if we actually see what a godless society is like then for most of us we would decide against it don't you think and absolutely then decide that our best freedom of choice would be to go God's way because we want nothing to do with evil that we see all around us today. Yeah, godless society, obviously going on in 2023. Are are people turning to God more and more today? I hope so. But here's another problem. We have become so desensitized to the routine disobedience and evil of the day, causing the evil to ramp up. To the point we have young children dying of fentanyl overdoses in the streets. Where the sex trade utilizes four-year-olds. This is the type of stuff that is rampant today. Now, are we going to be jolted by all this evil? Or are we just going to go on our merry way? Not being phased by it because of how high our levels of apathy are. I hope people are turning to God and opening up the Bible more and more. But I don't know. For all I know, conversions to God of the Bible are happening less and less. But regardless of the body count, either way, that is the basic strategy of God. To have us choose between a godless society with evil or a godly society with peace and love. Because we need to recognize and see the evil in order to reject it. And then go God's way. Sort of like when you see a stormy, rainy day to appreciate the sunny blue sky. Or you need to go out with a demanding, possessive, pain-in-the-butt girlfriend to one day appreciate a nice, sensitive, caring girlfriend. And it can work for boyfriends, too. Either way, pain's in the butt. That once you get married, turns into a full-blown flaming hemorrhoid breakout. Maybe four or five of those bubbly things at the same time. What are you going to do with that? Pop and burst. Who knows? Now this evil that we hear and see in the world today is not just human evil by a long shot. The Bible states very clearly that our battle is not against human forces. Yeah, well, if it's not against human forces, against humans, then it must be against some kind of non-human opposition, correct? Like fallen angels, demons or even aliens. There is a uh, absolute spiritual battle all around us taking place, and in order to guard us against it, we're told to put on the full armor of God. Yes indeed. And we'll explain what that is after this phone call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? Go ahead. Hey, good morning. What's happening? Is this Rudy? Yes. Hey, long time no see and hear.
1: <laughs> no, I listened. You know, I've been really busy. Obviously, you know things Yeah,
0: always. that's fine. That's fine. I, I, I'm guessing just, um, you have something to say about this Israel thing.
1: Yes, um, you know, um, as much I found myself against sometimes you know these Muslim terrorism, but um, they not uh, they not Daesh. Hamas they are not Daesh. Man, clearly, come on, and um, you know they're how, not what,
0: what they're how, not what.
1: The, you know how they're trying to um, act like you know Hamas is a new Daesh. You know what's dash mean, you know the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria. Okay. You know, uh, um what they call Dash here. All right. Okay. But and the other thing, um I, I would say about less than a month ago it was a big incident in Israel where they uh the Jews dragged on um, Christian where they weren't even Muslim from the monastery and they um they put 'em naked on the street. Some uh, it was a big incident. I don't have the actual details but you look it up. Um, and there wasn't even one mentioned about it in American um, news.
0: Right. Sometimes you get the impression it is a one sided media propaganda spill.
1: So, you know, and so the Jews, if, if these Christians are in America think that Jews with them or, you know, that Jews like uh, Christian or whatever, um, let me have the news for you. They don't. Okay or if they, if you think israeli you know i mean um don't don't guys um don't forget um israel is uh, i mean uh, 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 Judaism and Christianity is two different things
0: absolutely
1: um, even though the bible you know we believe in the Old testament but um they don't believe in Jesus, so uh, you know these people they're trying to act like um um, you know, like, Christianity and Judaism almost the same, or um, it's basically it's just as much, you know, you think you're far away from Islam, we're far away from Judaism.
0: Now, see, I agree with that, but let's go on the other side. I'm going to say that I have a friend who's Jewish. And, no, I have a friend who's married to a Jewish person. Nicest woman in the world. Again, we don't have anything against the people, per se. I play
1: a lot of Jewish party, and, you know, some of them say, don't forget, there's a lot of Arabs that are Jewish, man. don't forget Okay,
0: you know. but you're, you're talking about the leadership and the Zionists and the politics of Israel. You know,
1: Robert, I just want to ask you one quick.
0: Go ahead. Who do you
1: think? um, I was, like, who do who you think yourself to, um, I'm not, I don't mean Robert, I mean, you know, the European, like, uh, right. or, or the British, or whatever, to go, um, declare that you could just plant a country, um, where other people live, and declare you just tip it, you know, like, say, okay, I'm going to tip you guys a big piece of land, because uh, Hitler killed the Jews, and I'm going to kill all the Palestinians and give you a country, you know? And you don't even own the country.
0: We talked about that last week briefly. Well, I don't know, understand that they either.
1: they themselves to just give somebody else land, and you know what I mean? It don't make sense, man.
0: It's like somebody coming, knocking on your door, looking at you, and saying, get out. No, we, now, like, we now own your house.
1: house. It's like I stole your car, and then I, I have a friend. I say, here, you know what? I, I stole this car. Here, I'm gonna give you this stolen car. Here, take it, man. You could have it.
0: All right, and, I, and
1: it's not even and it's not even your car or his car; it's somebody
2: else.
0: I, I agree. We need we need discussions on both sides of the issue, and a lot of times we don't get that, and we need to. and And let's not start calling names, anti-Semitic, because that's a little trick that 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 that, that has. Uh, that has worked for years, and we got to stop is, that.
1: Arabic is the same people as the Jews. Don't forget. I mean, not all Arabic either, but you know, the Jew the actual Jews, they were Arabs. You know what I mean, or Middle Eastern, like me. And but I don't, I don't mind having the Jews from the Middle East living in Israel. But what I mind is when you bring people from Germany and Russia, and you know what I mean, and act like they own the land.
0: Yeah. Hey, there's a lot more to this than meets the eye. Hey, I want to thank you for the call. Rudy, you have a good day.
3: Thank you, boy. Hi, this is Dr. Grouchy, your personal horror movie Gargoyle. Today I want to go over a few very important directives for you to blindly follow to the letter. Number one, since I, Dr. Grouchy, Claim that we have a medical crisis and emergency on our hands. I expect you to believe it, even though I am abnormally short and ugly. Also, number two, just so you know, if I look into a mirror, I will see no reflection whatsoever. Just the most evil devilish vampire you can imagine. And number three, I, Dr. Grouchy, want everybody to be aware that I have made $200 billion off this coronavirus and vaccine. And for that, I want to thank each and every one of you, even those young children from five to 11 whom we shot up, who will probably soon die which makes me happy. I mean, I mean sad, yes. Very, very sad. And one last thing from Dr. Grouchy. I have a little secret for all of you intelligent, brave people who speak up against me. You know what? You're all right. But too bad. There are a lot more naive, gullible people in the world So I win and you lose. At least I hope so.
0: This is Don't Bring Up God. We're here every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on the great WAEB 790 AM. If you have anything on your mind whatsoever, you can bring it. Yeah, bring it on at 610-720-7900. Talking about the armor of God. What is the armor of God? Well, it consists of the helmet of salvation. Now, what do helmets do? It protects it protects your brain and mind against any kind of attack. And then we got the breastplate of righteousness. And as we know, the breastplate protects our trunk, protects all our vital inner organs that are necessary to live. We then have the shield of faith, and what does the shield do? A shield is protect is to protect you from enemy weapons. As the Bible says, it protects you from the fiery darts of the devil. The armor of God also includes the, the, sword, the sword of the spirit. And a sword can be an offensive and defensive weapon. As the Bible continues to say that the sword of the spirit is actually the word of God, the Bible. Next is the belt of truth. Because as the Bible says, the truth will set you free. But where does that truth come from? Once again, it comes from the Bible. The only original, authentic truth That matters. And finally, finally we have the zeal as our footwear to spread the word of God. Because it's meaningless to retain knowledge and wisdom in your brain and do nothing with it. We have to have the enthusiasm and zeal to spread the word of God to all who will listen. And and that's what the armor of God consists of. The necessary tools and weapons to stand off any spiritual attack by non-human beings. P.S. It works also for regular humans. Hey, we got a call at 610-720-7900. Who's this?
2: Hi, Catherine.
0: Hi, Catherine.
2: Hi. Um, I'm calling because I'm trying to convince my father that I do not believe there is any such thing as a coincidence. I believe they are real um, signs from God. Such as there are in all these wildfires going on all around the world, they all have to do with the number seventy five. Seventy five percent contain seventy five acres, et cetera. And Israel is seventy five years old. I do not believe this is a coincidence. And and I want to get your your point of view.
0: I have other examples. Well, there are a lot of correlations here of what you're talking about. And I must say I absolutely do not believe in luck or coincidences, because when you believe in that, you take away the power and sovereignty of God Almighty. Right. Yeah. What yeah, other examples yeah. do you have? The, the Bible's interesting. Um, you talk about numbers and so forth. Numbers is very pertinent to the biblical discussion, and some people really are up on that. Sure. I'm not as much, but... It is very interesting. Do you have other examples, you said?
2: Yes. Um, DNA, um, it has been found that the code of DNA translates to, I believe, Hebrew, which is actually um, numbers. Their letters, I believe, are numbers. Yes. And it spells out the word, which is Jesus, obviously, in DNA. Um
0: I have more examples. Give me one more. Um, Give me one more.
2: Okay. Um there, there was a uh, <coughs> a eclipse last night and it is an extremely rare eclipse as there have been extremely rare weather events happening recently. And it it signifies a change in the world. And um, a change in the government and um, several other things that have to do with end times, which I believe are coming very soon. I cannot predict when, but I do believe we are getting signs that they are coming very soon.
0: And and I agree again, 100 percent. And as I said earlier, there's a lot more things to life than meets the eye. Some people just go black and white. If I can't see it, it doesn't exist. There's so much that we're unaware of. And when you're humble and you believe in God and, and, and you're a, a, a follower of Jesus, you you accept that as as opposed to being pig headed.
2: May I just say one more thing before before I end? Yes,
0: you may. You're so polite.
2: Uh, I believe that retirees should be looking into their um financial um institutions and how to save the retirement and that people should be buying gold to um, because we are going to a digital dollar and the government is going to control what we can spend, how we can spend it, and they're going to track us. And they do not want us to survive what is going to happen.
0: I, I, I agree. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that what you brought up there. It's, it, it's very impactful. There's a lot to it. And people don't understand it. They just, people just want to get their newspaper, if they have newspapers now anymore, read their newspaper right. over breakfast, walk the dog, you know, watch a game on TV, uh, have a nice dinner and go to bed. I mean, that's all that life consists of. But there's so much more. Yeah. Right,
2: right. Thank, thank you so, so much for taking my call. And God bless you and, and God bless everyone. I'm praying for everyone.
0: Yes, thank you. And don't be a stranger. Call again. Okay, thank you, sir. All right, bye-bye. I mentioned aliens earlier in passing. Uh, I I must say, some people are fixated on alien visitation, past, present, and future. I'm not really concerned about it. If I see a flying saucer land in my backyard with little green men popping out, well, then that's a different story. When I'm faced with some type of interaction, then okay, I'll deal with it. But, uh, But otherwise... It's just, he said, she said. So you really don't know what's going on. And I've heard plenty of reports about UFO sightings from people ranging from drunken hillbillies to five-star generals. So who really knows what goes on in the galaxies of the universe? Maybe one day we'll find out. But until then, I'm not losing sleep over it. I've heard many times that the book of Ezekiel Explains UFO and alien contact. And I suppose you can creatively contrive explanations in that direction. But for me, I'm not buying it. Because all that zippity-doo-dah hoopla described in Ezekiel was put in there to essentially symbolically represent the glory and power of God. That's what the Bible says. It doesn't say the glory and power of little four-foot aliens with bald heads and bulbous eyes. No. I think of those little pasty-looking men dressed in white robes on Star Trek where they had these big veins pulsating as they communicated with with one another because apparently they were so advanced that they didn't need to use their vocal cords and talk. Speech was an unnecessary task. So somehow those big throbbing veins bypassed all of that lower-level operations. Hey does Satan have offspring? Well in Genesis when talking to the devil God said I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. Well there you go but not physical offspring. Satan has spiritual offspring just as Abraham has spiritual descendants because Paul says clearly that if you believe in Jesus you are descendant you are descendant of Abraham. It's also interesting that Jesus accused some of the Pharisees and the Judeans as having Satan as their father, which is probably the worst thing you could ever say to somebody. But Satan wasn't their physical father, rather their spiritual father. Now, Satan definitely has the power to possess people, to do his bidding. And then you got people who volunteer to obey him and follow his orders no matter how evil. People talk about making a pact with the devil. Now, there's nothing specific in the Bible that verifies that that could be an actual thing. But in the desert, when Jesus was being tempted, the devil told Jesus that if he kneels to him, that he could have the entire kingdom laid out before him, which tells me that a deal of sorts can be made simply by bowing, worshiping, and obeying Satan in return for materialistic things and power. Yeah, that whole pact with the devil is a dangerous thing because you're essentially making a pact with death written in blood, if you like, be positive, whatever that means. Another thing about Satan in the desert is that Satan came at Jesus at the end of his 40 days of fasting when Jesus was at his weakest and hungriest. And that's exactly what Satan always does. He waits to attack us at our weakest point, for sure. When we are weak, insecure, lonely, depressed, you name it. It's like putting cat food out. The stray, hungry felines will come wherever they come from. Who knows? But they'll be there. And every day after that, looking for food, perched up on your back porch, demanding sustenance, meowing at three in the morning. Just let the dog out on him. But that doesn't always work because sometimes there's a standoff. Like my dog went eye to eye with this big, black, stubborn, brazen cat. And after it was over, I noticed that my dog had one of those cat paw nails embedded above his eye. That slinky, slimy thing swiped at my puppy dog and left one of its nails stuck in its head. That was quite gross. Better not see that cat again. I'll have the hose handy. And if that doesn't work, I still have my kids' old baseball bats in the shed. Satan also is an expert at creating doubt, like he did with Eve, doubting the instructions of God. So you got to be really careful with that. Although once we know the tactics of the devil, we're that much more prepared not to fall for all his deceitful games, and lies. People are so concerned about politics today. Instead
1: of being on left or right, like your very life depends on it, how about being up or down, heaven or hell? Yeah, your life does depend on that, comrades. Don't Bring Up God keeps it all in perspective. No donkey or elephant party here. Just God and the Bible. Don't Bring Up God is here uh, Sunday mornings on WAEB 790 AM from eh, 829, give or take. Give Robert a call at uh, 610-720-7900. And by the way, is donkey Democrat or Republican? Eh, who knows? Who cares? That number again to call is uh,
0: 610-720-7900. The book says, Then Jesus was led into the desert by the Spirit to be tempted by the devil. That's an interesting statement. Would Jesus be tempted at all by the devil if it wasn't for the Spirit directing him? It certainly sounds like that. And if that was the case for Jesus, it more than likely is the case for us, where we can be directly led into temptation by the devil. No, not by the devil, by the the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Now, why would the Spirit do that? Well, to test us and make us stronger, so we can build up a resistance against Satan, to understand more clearly how he operates with one-on-one experience, And since we are led by the Holy Spirit today, we have nothing to fear as long as we hold our ground and not give way or compromise. Yeah, We got calls rolling in. I wonder if they want to talk about Israel. We'll get to you in a moment. But we can't compromise on what we know to be true to what we know to be the right thing. So as a result, our security and confidence is built up stronger and stronger, preparing us for the future on what's to come our way. Because remember, we have to first be trained and prepared to withstand the devil's attacks. And that takes time as God molds us into the exact person he wants us to be. Because as we are engaging and completing our tasks and assignments, God don't want us to fail or get hurt. He wants us to be safe and successful in our individual missions. And that's not going to happen if we're laying around on the couch scratching our butt butt. Watching the fourth football game of the day? No, that's not going to cut it. Although you watching football is keeping you out of your wife's hair, so that's probably a plus for her. The book says the general rule is that each one should lead the life the Lord has assigned to him. All right, we got a call at 610-720-7900. Who's this? Who's this? Hi, uh, am I on? It's uh, Bob from Pennsylvania. Hi, Bob from Pennsylvania. I'm also Bob from Pennsylvania. You better believe you're on. Go ahead. Yeah, no,
4: I want to thank you. I mean, you do a great job. Um, you hold no punches back, and you know, I always look forward to when I'm, you know, I actually work in uh, New York. Um, so when I'm in Pennsylvania um, and I do catch your program, I always enjoy it.
0: Well, I learned, I learned, excuse me, I learned if you pull punches, you're going to get hit. So I don't.
4: Well, that's it. You know, and, and, you know, in Christianity today, it's nice to hear people standing up for what they believe in. You know, I I am a practicing Catholic, and, uh, you know, see in my church, there's a lot of deception. But we, we know that the church is not run by people, it's run by God. And so, you know, one of the things that I do want to emphasize, you know, on your program is, Somehow, we Christians have to find a way to get together, because I, I think you've mentioned it: a house divided will fall. And the fact that our children are being subjected—I'm I'm a teacher—to uh, all this insanity, and I got in trouble for, uh, you know, standing up for the kids. So I'm, not, you know, not in the school, uh, but you know, the light is there. And I think, you know, I'll end this with this. If somehow we could find a way to work things together, um, you know, our families will be safer. So, again, I want to thank you for uh, being on the air to support us, and God bless your ministry. And,
0: and I, I thank and I thank you, and I hope you continue to get in trouble protecting the kids. Thank
4: you. God bless you.
0: All right, you take care. Ah, that's a nice gentleman, a, new, a first-time caller. I'd like to hear that. First time, old time, don't matter. Just bring it at 610 720 7900. We got another call. Who's this?
5: Oh, this is Will.
0: What's up, Will? Not
5: much. I just heard you bring it up, you know, who the world was, you know, ruled by. And uh, the unfortunate truth is, you know, as it's been explained to me, is unfortunately the devil,
0: temptation, you know. Absolutely. How old are you, if I may ask? I'm 16. Yeah, you sound young. It 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 warms my heart that a young young man like you is calling and cares about what's going on in the in the world. Yeah,
5: I'm seeking the truth, you know, because I mean, there have been periods I've I've just been lost, you know.
0: And I got news for you. Uh, what's your name again? What's Will? Will. I got news for you, Will. We all get lost, all right? We have to be honest enough to admit it and to be humble and open up that Bible, learn about Jesus, and see Jesus as a best friend with the best advice. We have to humanize him. Yes. Do you understand? I really do. I mean, the first first
5: time I ever heard about the story of Jesus, it just... It, it struck me right away.
0: It really did. Okay, well, keep allowing it to strike you. You have to stay connected to God and the Bible. And, um, so you go to school in the Lehigh Valley? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you've got any ins with the schools and uh, any type of organizations you deal with at 16, I'd be happy to come in and talk. I love the kids. I used to have a show many years ago, many years ago called Teen Focus. And um, I miss talking with the young kids like you and and people that want to learn and and that are open to help and and the right direction to take in life.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Okay. You're a good man. Uh, Feel free to call anytime. Yes, sir. Have a good day. You take care. Man, I got a shiver up and down my spine just now. Did everybody hear that guy? 16-year-old kid who cares and and is looking for the way to live his life. Ah, man. I I hope you call again. Beautiful, beautiful thing. And again, I I love talking to all kinds of people. I don't care how old you are. But as I said, I miss talking to the youngsters. And at 16, and I'm 64, I still consider you a youngster. (laughs) Okay? But, uh... You're going to be confused in life. And you may feel like an outcast sometimes. But you know what? Those are all good things. I'm glad I was an outcast. To be an outcast is that you're not going... Is is to say you're not going the way of the world. That you don't fit in. That's a good thing. Especially nowadays what the schools are teaching you. Okay? So you're on the right track. you got to stay connected. Listen to the preachers on... On on the internet, the good ones, open up the Bible, read it here and there, okay? And pray. Always pray to God. And you know what? Remember my podcast. All you got to do is search Don't Bring Up God podcast or go to com, and there's a little button there that will take you to the podcast. Pavlinsky Poems, P-A-V-L-I-N-S-K-Y, Poems, P-O-E-M-S and just go there and listen. There's like the last 100 shows. Just like when you're around the house or working or just hanging out or whatever you do, listen to that podcast and let and let all the good news, the the everything from the Bible sink in, okay? Cuz sometimes we're thick-headed and we need the repetition to eventually start seeing the light. So again, thank you for that call, man. I really appreciate that. It'd be awesome if young kids would call every week. Yeah. Uh, get your get your friends to call. Seriously. I, I'd like this to blossom from that call from that 16-year-old gentleman. Yeah. Blossom it. Let, let's keep blossoming it and maybe grow it. Okay? So you think about that. You know, it's all about spreading the word and working together. We're all in the same boat. We're all one team. We're all, we are all belong to the human race. And we got to know who Jesus is, what he said, and what he did. See him as a best friend with the best advice. Keep him close, and you will get through this life, whatever it throws at you. All right? Okay. We cool. Hey, have you ever heard... That expression in the Bible, you're not of your own, you were bought with a price. Now, what does that mean? Well, it essentially means that our lives are not our own once we become born again. Because prior to that event, our lives were our own. And what was the result of that mess? I don't know how, I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but the only thing I realized by living life my way was that I couldn't. I realize that my way sucks as it gets me into endless trouble along with the people around me. It just doesn't work. And believe me, I'm convinced of it. So once we are, we get to the point where we essentially give up on ourselves. And and, and, and when people hear that, give up on yourself, people think that's a bad thing. But in reality, it's a good thing. Not to throw it all away and contemplate suicide. No, we don't want that direction at all. Absolutely not. But to make the decision, finally, that you need help to the point where you desperately open up the Bible searching for help. Many times as a last resort. And when you do that, you realize that once you become humble enough to accept God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, things start to change. Your whole mentality and frame of mind alters to the point God makes you a new man or a new woman. I need
3: somebody help, help. not just anybody help. You know I need someone help. help. When I was younger, so
0: much younger than
3: today.
0: And especially when you're young, you need the help. And when you're old. Anyway. Now, but now these days
3: oh, these are gone, days I'm are gone. not so self now I find, now I find a mind. I'm open up the doors. Help me if you can. I'm feeling down. And I do appreciate you being around. Help me get my feet back
2: on the ground. Won't you please, please
1: help me?
0: So, when we go God's way, things start to change. Our whole mentality and frame of mind alters. To the point, God makes you a new man and a new woman, like I said. Giving you a softened heart and a new spirit. We change for the better. And this process is all possible for one reason. And that is the fact that Jesus came down from heaven to earth as a human being to die for our sins. That's what that line means. You are bought with a price. That price was the blood of Jesus. It was his very life that he gave for us. The book says, Realize that you were delivered from the futile way of life your fathers handed on to you, not by any diminishable sum of silver or gold, but by Christ's blood beyond all price. That's why Jesus is, in every way, a representative of God Almighty. That's why we can't get to heaven except through Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Messiah, The one described in the New Testament and Old Testament. The book said it is through Jesus that you are believers in God. The God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory. Paul likens this whole born-again transformation to slaves. As he explains that we were all once slaves to sin. Where sin was our master. But once we become born again, the personal ownership changes as Paul referred to himself as a slave of Christ. And if Paul uses those terms, I'm good with it. We should all consider ourselves slaves of Christ because whatever he says, we happily and voluntarily do. The book says, you were slaves with sin as our master, but we have been purchased by a new master. We are not our own. We now belong to the one who... Us.
6: Martha, Martha, get me my toupee and out of your dumb cat's mouth before she starts hopping it. Animals don't belong in the house, I always say. Well hi, my name is Fred. Well, listener of the show, and I'm here to say we need more people to speak out on God's behalf. Like, don't bring up God. Airing Sunday mornings from 8 to 9 on WAB. We can't be scared to defend Jesus. We are God's witnesses on Earth. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me for a moment. Martha! Martha! Where are you? I asked you an hour ago to get me my tea. I need my choppers. Where are my choppers? Okay, I'm back. Where was I? Oh yeah, if you believe in God of the Bible, then speak up! Scream from the rooftops, so Satan and all his demons will shake. And in the meantime, call Robert and Don't Bring Up God. Live! 610-720-7900.
0: So this new man and new woman that we have become is insulted and degraded every time we sin. Because sinning is totally incompatible with being a child of God. It's an oxymoron. How can you, on one hand, attempt to be this kind-hearted, caring, loving child of God who loves God with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength, along with loving his neighbor as himself, and and on the other hand, at the same time, you spend long hours gambling, whoring around, Drinking or drugging. The two don't mix like ketchup on a cookie or mayonnaise on cereal. Although I've never tried those things, perhaps I should. Let's face it, mayonnaise makes everything taste better. In fact, I'm starting to put mayonnaise on top of my mayonnaise. You'd be surprised how good that tastes. Hey, we got a call at 610. Seven two zero seven nine zero zero. Who's this? This
5: is Paul. Good What's morning, up? mailman.
0: Mailman. You, um, what does that mean? Yeah.
5: <laughs> you like mail on everything, so you're mail. Oh,
0: okay. I thought you meant mail, as in the post office. But yeah, mayonnaise. But you got to be careful. Fattening, clogged arteries.
5: <laughs> I know. I like it too. Too much, I guess. Well, listen, Robert. I just wanted to say. You know what? There's evil everywhere, and yet. Most people are like, you know, they don't even see or don't, eat or don't even care. I don't, I don't know what it is, but uh, it's, it's time to wake up. But, listen, the other thing you were talking about, Israel, you know, Israel is God's special people. And if those atrocities were happening where they were actually killing kids, cutting their heads off and burning people alive and stuff like that, I say, just like God did in, 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 the, old, in uh, the Old Testament, He said when, he went, when the Israelites went in to fight somebody... He said, kill everything, kill everyone and everything, take no survivors. And I think that's what we need to do with this Hamas. And yet, like you say, it is so hard. What what can we believe anymore? You know, one person says this, we got pictures of that, something else. It's just like, it's just crazy. I guess it comes back to let God be true and every man a liar. You know, we got to get back to reading the Bible a little bit more and just staying in his word and, and praying with him bring to him because, you know, like I say, there's evil everywhere and people are just like, they're, they can almost conform to it, which is, is so disappointing.
0: I wish we could believe our leaders and the media, but we know that we can't. That's all I'm saying. You got to take everything with a grain of sand, do your own research, and try to figure it out to the best of your ability, find somebody on the inside that really has the, the view that you don't have from the outside, it's just not a matter of blindly believing. That's all I'm saying.
5: Right. You're, you're absolutely right. You know, it, it's it's just a shame that you can't. But again, if, if Hamas is as bad as they are, and I do believe they are, I think we should – Israel should annihilate them. And if they need the United States to help them, we should do that as well. And it goes back to, again, what you're saying, too. It's our leaders. It's the people on the top. That are the rats that are the Decepticons that we can't believe or the, and we can't trust anymore. The the average person like you and I and everybody else listening out there, you know there is something we can do. We can do our part. We can pray, and then we can get involved. And we need to get involved in locally in our politics, whatever it is. But do something. Don't tell me that you love the kids and then you don't even go out there and vote.
0: Yeah, this is
5: a, this is their future, our future. You know it's. You know, don't sing it. Bring it is what I say.
0: Hey, what about that sixteen-year-old kid calling earlier? I'm just, hey, that's, that's I'm just great. loving hey, that. Kudos to you, Will. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. We we need more of that. You know, and and there, that's another thing. Can you imagine? I just imagine how many people are actually listening, and how many actually just pick up the phone. It's it's so disappointing, people. It's time to get involved.
0: Yeah, let's this get the kids are going to change. Let the, Let's get the kids listening to this Don't Bring Up God show Sunday mornings, and let the kids start calling. We know our, right. we know kids, we know people, spread the word, get them on the website, yep. and, and get them on the podcast, Don't Bring Up God podcast, and, and have yep. them start listening. If we can get a force of young people, are you kidding me?
5: Here we go, there we go. Yeah, it's just, hey, come on, listen to this for, with me for a couple minutes. This guy's really interesting. And the other thing is, you can actually call in and talk to them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, spread the word. Let's do that. Thanks for the call. All right. God bless. Hey, we got another call at 610-720-7900. Who's this?
7: Hey, morning. It's Joe.
0: It's happening? Yeah, you covered a lot of stuff again. (laughs) But, um,
7: well, it's all biblical, right? Everything, uh, interpretation of the Word of God, what does it mean? I agree with you on... Like Ezekiel, that opening scene, I think that's uh, what God gave uh, Ezekiel, a vision of the spiritual realm. I, I don't believe it's aliens, like what Hollywood teaches, because Genesis 1.14 says that God created the entire universe for signs and seasons, days and years. It doesn't describe him creating alien life, so to speak, like Hollywood um, portrays. Uh, but there is a spiritual realm. Uh, and I think that's what all the UFO activity is all about, because it's a deception. You know, Second Thessalonians talks about there'll be a grand delusion that people will believe when <clears throat> the rapture occurs, when the Holy Spirit re- is removed. Why? Because they love not the truth that they could be saved, it says. So, <clears throat> um, clearly everything going on is God's allowance. Uh, Satan, like Will said um, Ephesians 2-2, uh, Satan, he he was given dominion over the earth when Adam and Eve sinned, uh, so he's the prince and power of the air. Now, God's sovereign, Satan cannot do anything without God allowing it, but it's all in God's grand sovereign design to point us to him. Uh, I mean, you have in your shell, you know, all roads lead back to God, and I think if I understand you correctly when you explain that, it's like, Everything we see, everything we do, it's all designed to point us to God. Now, that doesn't mean everyone's going to heaven because only Jesus is the Savior. We need to repent of sin and put our faith in Jesus Christ as Lord God and Savior. Um, So, you know, the prophecies fulfilled uh, regarding Israel. I mean, God said and told us that evil will grow worse and worse towards the end days and all these. Arab nations are going to align itself against Israel. Yes, now
0: now when I say that at the end of each show, all roads lead back to God, I'm saying Jesus is the only solution to any problem, and whatever direction you take, all roads lead back to God. Jesus will still lead you, God will still draw you, and that's your solution. We all need to go there. Hey, thanks for the call. I gotta run. We got another call. Who's this?
8: Glory, Robert.
0: What's happening?
8: Well, things in the Middle East. Yes, uh, I'd like to bring up Benjamin Friedman because he acted as a liaison with that Belfort Agreement, and that Belfort Agreement was designed by the British to um, cut out a geographic area for the Israelites, the Jewish, and um, let's look at the chessboard and understand what each piece represents instead of just looking at the chessboard. Uh, You have the king and the queen on both sides, and I think you could jump from that to William Cooper that said it's been an ongoing war for thousands of years between the Lodge and the mob. And who is the Lodge and the mob? Well... One could say the Romans, and one could say the Jews, or the Israelites. And it's a struggle for power, for a geographic area. But you have people on that chessboard that make the snowballs and throw them. Uh, They don't necessarily throw them, but they have the pawns and the lower pieces throwing them. But they make the snowballs. And why do they make the snowballs? Because they profit off of making these snowballs and having wars. Um, The people on this planet are all related. We are all related on this planet. Uh, We have to wake up and realize who are making the snowballs and who are pitting uh, all of us against each other.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of variables to every event, especially when it comes to war. And I'm very suspicious on how wars develop and how governments get the people on their side and who profits. And once you learn all that stuff, man, your head starts to spin and and you start wondering, what is going on here?
8: Yes, well, look up Benjamin Friedman because he lays it out. He's a Jewish fellow. He lays out uh, what went on at that Belfour agreement. You had Churchill and the Harrimans all big pieces on the chessboard. And it's important for the public uh, to get their mind focused on on this instead of all the nonsensical places, all the nonsensical Perubu that is placed out there by the medias to distract uh, human race away from the truth. Now, you have to ask yourself, why did Christ, when he went into his father's house, uh, whip... The scribes, why would you do that to the scribes? Uh, maybe the bankers you could see because they're dishonest, but why the scribes? Well, because they were putting out a bunch of supernumerary b s uh, they were working in conjunction with the Pharisees and the Sanhedrins. they were telling lies
0: now that's and, very uh, interesting as God, as Jesus threw them out of the temple, the connection between the bankers and the media you're dangerous. Right. Snowball makers. All right, I get your point. I know what you're saying. Thanks for the call. Hey, young people, bring it on! What was it? Was his name Will? I'm pretty sure his name was Will. I hope I'm right. Uh, yeah, get your get your posse, your gang, whatever you got. Get the get the young kids to call and let's spread. Don't bring up God Sunday mornings on WAB to the young kids. Yeah, just a thought. As all roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again.
1: News Radio
5: 790 WAEB, Allentown. Listen on your free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts.